Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello again, welcome to this week's Man in the Post Extra Time. I'm your host, Chris. Uh, with me this week, I've got Scott. Hello. How are you? Uh, not too bad. Been a bit of bittersweet week. Do you know uh, when people ask how you are, they don't actually mean it. Oh, God, you're right. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a, a quote from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, isn't it? When people say hello, they mean hello. When people say hello, you they mean hello. <laughs> that was hello. Adam, you're right. Yes, I'm good, thank you. Good, good, good. And Emma Buno Estente. <laughs> what? Oh, wait, yeah, that was from the clip that you showed me. Yeah. Right. Where Chris learned all this Spanish. <laughs> Spanglish. Spanglish. Those air quotes there, but we can't see Emma doing. <laughs> Who would have thought the uh, the fascia was an early Duolingo? <laughs> right. you, better watch the fa- you better watch the fast show now because it won't be available. <laughs> no. <laughs> it would have gone. Uh, right, okay, this week we're going to be talking about leagues that are back, leagues that are coming back. Um, we're going to be talking about leagues one and two and other bits and bobs of news. So, um, we will start with our continental cousins in Spain. So, uh, there was a game yesterday, first game of La Liga was back, which was severe to... Severe to Real Betis nil, uh, a campus with a penalty, and I, you're gonna have to help me. The, Emma, is it Regis? 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 Yeah. Who is it? What is Sorry, it? Sorry, I'm getting distracted by the Italian oh, car. You got one job. <laughs> Regis. 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 Okay. 
That's right. Um, yeah, after a rather wonderful Campos flick from the corner. That was nice, wasn't it? It was good, wasn't it? Ocampos is really, really, really good. He got man of the match, he's... didn't he? Yeah, he's he scored in five consecutive games. Yeah. Oh, years. come on! I've been <laughs> over three months. Five consecutive games over five months. Severe unbeaten since <laughs> since March. <laughs> can I can I just chip in? Did you see what they, him and Luke de Jong did after the final whistle? Oh, they all went down and applauded the fans, didn't they? Where the fans would have sat. Yeah, that was good. But uh, what Akampos did? No, go on. He ripped his mask off. Oh yeah, he did, didn't he? Jumped, <laughs> jumped on the back. <laughs> Luke de Jong. Yeah, that was a very socially distanced. Um, I'm in comfortable win? Question mark. I think it pretty much was, wasn't it? The penalty. I mean, yeah, okay. I guess talk about the penalty. Yeah, uh, did you think it was a penalty? Uh, I thought it was a bit harsh. I can't remember what happened. What did happen? Excellent. <laughs> I was trying to cover myself. <laughs> what did happen? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> Scott, what happened? I didn't watch it, so I did not watch it. Oh, no, he jumped for the header, wasn't it? Mark Bartra jumped for the header. <laughs> That's, That's right. right. Yeah. No, I thought that was spot on. Um, I thought it was a bit harsh. I mean, how are you going to jump if you're not? Well, you don't use somebody else's shoulders for leverage. Distant, you can't socially distantly jump. No, but you jump yourself. You don't put your hand on somebody <laughs> I don't else's. Think that's why the penalty was awarded ever. <laughs> <laughs> not social distancing. There has to be a degree of contact. No, okay, so. You can't for... just give a penalty just because he's, you know. For those that didn't watch, basically the corner comes in and Mark Bartra puts his hands on Luke de Jong, who stood in front of him, and basically uses Luke de Jong's shoulders as leverage to jump in the air himself and head the ball away. Um, anywhere else on the pitch, Graham Hunter said that's a free kick. Did he? Graham, he did. Graham Hunter would have said that. Graham Hunter said that. <laughs> what have we got the quality thinking going on? <laughs> uh, was, he, was he wearing sunglasses indoors when he came? Do you know what? He's very good, but he does like himself, doesn't he? I would say if he if he was made of chocolate, he would eat himself. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Didn't he tell me that uh, he said he was really critical of De Jong for a? I don't think it was for a miss. Yeah, I thought he was a bit overcritical there, wasn't he? I mean, it was it was fairly easy, but it's one of those ones where it's never sort of it wasn't like sort of Ronnie Rosenthal versus Aston Villa sort of. Miss it was it was still a bit of work for him to do, didn't he? Yeah, to be fair, Dion hasn't exactly uh, covered himself in glory since joining Zoria. No, I can't remember if he did. Was this the same? There's a lots of Dion's. Is this the same one that was at Newcastle? No, that was. His... Was that oh, no, it was. No, it was. Yes. Next, yeah, went to Newcastle, Borussia Mönchengladbach, PSV. Yeah. Yes. I agree. I I agree with Emma. I think that's harsh. Just watch the penalty. Sorry. Context. You think it's a harsh penalty to, to give away? Yeah, I'm not really sure where he's supposed to put his hands there. And they just, they, they, the, the striker doesn't, doesn't jump as high, and they roll up his back, and then catch, and then he claims they've caught him in the back of the head. And... But he can't jump as high because he's got someone's shoulders on him. That's no, someone's hands on his shoulders, sorry. Yeah, but is he not backing in as much? No, his hands aren't on his shoulders. No, I don't agree with you there. I, I think it's really harsh. <clears throat> And I'm not just saying that because Mark Bartra used to play for Barcelona. There's no bias there. I just want to make that clear. It's hard. He got a yellow card for it. Because we realised that, that most people who if they play for Barcelona ever probably dislikes them. Unless 
Close. <laughs> um, he got a yellow card for it as well, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Unfair. Okay, well, I think we'll agree to disagree on that one. What do you reckon to the atmosphere then? So the, obviously there was no atmosphere there, but you had the choice <laughs> no of... No atmosphere. Not, no, 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 fa- <laughs> no, there wasn't any. Well done. Next question. No fans there. Sorry, what I'm trying to get at is the music, or the, um, the noise being pumped in to the stadium. Did they have, uh, the, did they have the, the same crowd noise that they had in um, in the Bundesliga games last week? This is the, this is the forgetful thing last time about that. <laughs> in well, the Bundesliga games last weekend. Apparently, it's bespoke music. Yeah, it's from it's from FIFA, it's from the FIFA match engine, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, really. Well, they gave us the option in Spain to either have the music on or off, so we could have it with just the noise from the stadium and the players shouting at each other, or have the ambient noise on. I watched the first half with the noise on. Um, and I didn't find it as offensive as I thought I would. The thing that I found most offensive was the fake supporters thing that they put on in the uh, stands. I the looking at the ones they've done in um, in the game last night, they haven't done a very good job. But in the Dortmund game that I watched last, I mean last weekend, um, was it? Le- were they playing Leverkusen? Can someone remember? I was no, Bayern. Oh, was it Bayern? Bayern. Yeah. Bayern played Leverkusen last weekend. Yeah. So maybe they're playing. I don't know. Whoever they were playing had done a really good job in the stadium of decking it out in a sort of uh, well, just the way it looked at the head flags, and they had sort of uh, things draped over things as if supporters would have, and then they had whatever they'd done to make it sort of look like it wasn't just rows and rows of empty seats, and. I personally found it a little bit more um, easy to engage in the game, and I found myself getting—I don't know what it is about it. There's really something subconscious that makes it just a little bit less um, distracting than sort of just going mm. on. Oh, I'm just going. The amount of other games that I've had naps in the middle of, couldn't tell you. It's gone out of control. <laughs> I wonder if maybe is um, some sort of general rule for this podcast going forward, in the same way that. Um, jockeys have a 14 day concussion rule when they come off their horses whether we have some sort of similar rule Uh, concussion protocol Uh, listeners Adam had an accident at the weekend so um, that's probably explained his they were mostly words in the right order (laughs) Um, I just didn't think they did a very good job of it it just it looks really blurry and we were saying that it looked like a magic eye yeah (laughs) so they have done a terrible job of it you, I saw someone say on Twitter said it looks like one of the old FIFA crowds in like FIFA 98 or FIFA 99. I mean, that's where they have got it from. So <laughs> might be. Yeah, but they got everything from EA, but EA weren't willing to give them the good. Does anyone know, was it generic fan music or was it recordings of severe fans in the past? So that, were they actual severe Yeah, songs? it's supposed to be tailored bespoke music for the club. That's really I good. Think that it's a little bit of both, Chris. I think that yeah. it's basically from FIFA 20 and it's generic crowd noises but they also have um they also have some sort of uh, some chants and stuff so that yeah. it reflects the actual unique uniqueness of each club oh okay did, did they play the club hymn for kickoff yesterday did they not they played something didn't they uh, i missed the first five minutes so i don't 
Uh, they played something before. They played at something, and then they had a minute silence. Uh, so they, there's, they... there's nothing. There's nothing more Spanish I've ever missing the first five. Minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just practicing for you know our game on Thursday. Um, back to the game. And then. it was a 10 p.m. kickoff. Forgot to have food. <laughs> yeah, with a 10:30 drinks break. Or at least have it ready. Starting to get ready. Yeah, got to have the sandwiches um, ready for half time as well. I assume that's because I saw this. I saw them talking about how they've got like a 30 degree cut off. So, considering it was in Seville. <laughs> it wasn't that hot in Seville either. It was pretty mild, but still. That's yeah, 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> they still had to have a drinks break. Um, going back to the game then. So, Graham Hunter, and this is the sort of opinion I've got myself that apart from Nabil Fekir, I mean, Christian Tello, I do kind of like anyway but that's you know that's in the same way that you sort of like an old dead dog or an old dog you know you should have him put down but you you know you really sort of don't want to um he's not really got anybody else around him Joaquin started on the bench didn't he and he made a difference when he came on yes he is even Fekir didn't do much did he I mean better don't say that to Chris out loud no to be honest one thing I did bad they were really bad. Um, no one had an outstanding game for them. Fekir did well when he was under pressure. He had a, he had very good close control on the ball when he was under pressure. It was the sort of thing you'd expect from him. When they went 2-0 down and they, they had Joaquin and then suddenly they decided they were going to go for it a bit. Yeah. And it was all a bit too late. I don't, I don't know. And then Fekir's knee hurt, so he couldn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it was, yeah, it was, way, it was too late to bring him on by then anyway, wasn't it? I mean, it, he made yeah. things start to look like they were going to happen. He... Um, he had that shot that was blocked in me by the defender's high foot, and then he played that sort of outside of the boot pass, which was just sublime. Yeah. Um, but there, yeah, there we go. Um, right, okay, so this weekend, uh, the way the league looks at the moment, so Barcelona are top on 58 points, then it's Real Madrid on 56, Sevilla now on 50, uh, and Sociedad in the last Champions League place on 46, on goal difference ahead of Getafe, and a point ahead of Atletico Madrid in sixth. So... Um, it's Mallorca Barcelona this weekend. Bilbao versus Atleti Madrid. Uh, then it's Real Madrid versus Ibar. Um, and you were saying Valencia versus Levante is a derby, Emma. Yeah, that kicks off in about fifteen minutes. Okay, and how are you feeling about your? And Real Madrid are playing at their training complex because the yeah. Bilbao is under reconstruction. Yeah, there's literally no grass and there's no pitch. They've dug it all up. There's nothing in there at the moment. Well, it's like Stamford Bridge. <laughs> um, how are you feeling about this? Are you excited? It's all back. Are you, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know how good Mallorca are or Mallorca are. Are they good? Uh, they're okay. Yeah. Um, one of our players broke quarantine rules. Oh, Semedo. <laughs> yeah. He had too many people so, at a barbecue or something. Yeah, he said that he didn't understand the rules. Excellent. Uh, and he broke them. And now <laughs> is, that because, self- is that because Boris Johnson explained them to him? <laughs> Did he drive to Barnard Castle from Barcelona? Yeah. <laughs> don't go out, but stay in. Work from home. He's working from home out. now. He's got to. He's, he's, he's got to self-isolate. So, I mean, I'm not excited about the fact that we're going to come back and we're going to have to play Sergio Roberto's right back. But what can you do? No. Here we go. The hating on Barcelona players has already started. Yeah. Crisis. I <laughs> Um, Three months of a nice, happy life. <laughs> I, saw I... A, I saw a report that Man City want to buy Sergio Roberto. I'm I saw that too. I, I will. I will <laughs> drive him out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was me. <laughs> um, 
something I heard today uh, that Real Madrid are thirty to one for the Champions League. So if anyone wants to put a bet on, now might be your chance. No, because they're rubbish. Oh, Real Madrid. They, they are two but... down from the first leg against. Yeah, they're, they're, they're massively down in the first leg, aren't they? they yeah, are, they're not going to but... go through. <laughs> but when have Real Madrid? I mean, to be honest, looking at Real Madrid, when were they ever really good? When they won the Champions Leagues previously. It's arguable yeah, were they yeah, the best. All, the, all those other years when they also weren't very good and they didn't win it for ages. <laughs> so. That's very true. Is this the same Champions League that they're looking to play in Portugal? Yes. That very self-same one. Um, go on, do you want to explain a little bit about that then? Are they going to sort of do like a, a mini tournament with the teams yeah. like left in, in Lisbon? They're going to do it like the World Club Cup, apparently. Yeah. Remember the Nations League last year? Was it the year before where they had the semi-final and the final? Yeah. That's right. Um, why? Who saw the... the idea? But why not wait until we find out who the teams are until we decide? True. Who saw the Atletico Madrid chairmans? Uh, suggestion. Oh, that was brilliant! But if you're going to go by those rules, we should go by proper, full-on, unofficial World Cup rules and work out who it really is. <laughs> Does he want them to be European champions because they beat the holders Liverpool yeah. in the last round? Yeah. The champions. I'm all for that. The Let champions. Correct, correct, but there must be a team who are actually European champions who beat Liverpool before then. The champion was yes. the one who beat the champion. That's what his quote was. Who, when did Liverpool last lose? There's not been many of them, so we must be able to work this out. They lost in the group stages, didn't they? Exactly. Did lose lose to Napoli. Yeah. Possibly. So Napoli are European champions. Well, no, oh, good. Who, we're playing who, then. But then who beat Napoli? <laughs> I'm going to work this out. It's not athletic. I'll see you later. Talk to me. If I don't talk to Okay, back in 1992, when Arsenal were... <laughs> Uh, first division champions. I'm not going back to 1992. That's, that's <laughs> time. When Arsenal were, when Arsenal were uh, English champions, they played Wrexham in the, in the third round of the FA Cup, and Wrexham, who were bottom in the fourth division, beat them. So does that make Wrexham at that time better than Arsenal? No, but well, surely that, you don't well, understand well, how the unofficial World Cup world champions were. Yeah, no. you don't have to be better than the team. You just have to beat them. Oh, OK. This is when Scotland <laughs> beat England in 1967. They said we're world champions. Exactly, yeah. Gotcha. But then whoever then beats Scotland becomes the next. Like it just keeps moving, and <laughs> you have a World Cup and it gets reset. Oh, okay, right, gotcha. Uh, right, Copper Italia... There's a website for working out who the. There's a website that will tell us who the unofficial world champions are. Okay, well you have a look at that. So at the moment in Italy, the Copper Italia is back this weekend, isn't it, Scott? That's playing right now as we record on Friday night. Juventus. Um, Milan, what's the score from the first leg? One all. One all from the first leg. And it's currently nil-nil with a rather amazing red card, if you get a chance to <laughs> look at that back on YouTube, listeners. Um, and then on Saturday, it's Napoli versus Inter. That's one nil to Napoli from the first leg. Is that right? Yeah, Fabio Ruiz scored a lovely goal on the first leg. Cool. OK, right. Uh, other leagues will stay on the Iberian Peninsula as we head west into Portugal. On Wednesday... Um, Porto Menense drew 2-2 with Benfica uh, and Porto... Great, be... great equaliser for the goal. I saw the goals on Sky Sports News. Oh, OK. Brilliant finish. Yeah? Who was that from? Uh, is it Porto Menense? Oh, they, they equalised, did they? Yeah. OK. And uh, who scored for Porto? Do you know what? I watched the game and I can't remember. Jesus Corona. Oh, did he? Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the Porto fans got onto the roof. Yeah, they did. They were lighting flares on the roof, weren't they? 
Brilliant. <laughs> and there were fans at the Seville game as well, weren't they, Emma? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, outside there were. Um, yeah, the ultras were on the roof. But Porto beat Maritimo 1-0. So the top of the Portuguese league is um, Porto on 63 points. Those two points have cost Benfica as they are now uh, on 61 points in second place. But they're both well ahead of Braga in third on 46 points. At uh, 46 points. Um, in Germany, it was the Cup this week. Uh, so Bayern beat Eintracht Frankfurt 2-1, thanks to goals from Lewandowski and even Perisic. Um, and fourth-tier FC Saarbrücken lost 3-0 at home to Bayer Leverkusen. I think Archer in Tuck was saying, I think it's the first time a fourth-division team had been in the semi-finals, I think, in, um, in that competition. Um... This weekend uh, is, uh, or the Bundesliga table at the moment is Bayern top on 70 points, seven ahead of Dortmund. Um, RB Leipzig are on 59 points. Gladbach 56 points ahead on goal difference uh, of Leverkusen in fifth place on both course on 56 points. So it's Hoffenheim versus RB Leipzig, uh, Dusseldorf versus Borussia Dortmund, Schalke versus Leverkusen, and uh, Bayern and Thinker on 12 straight wins against Borussia Mönchengladbach. Schalke drew last week, didn't they? So they sort of stopped the rot a little bit, um, which they very much needed to, because they were on a shocking run, weren't they? They were. I think, is it one win in turn? Yeah, it's horrible. Every time they came, every time I watched them, they were just sort of... Their heads were down after about five minutes before the game started. It, it, you, you could tell that their hearts weren't really in this since I the restart. I saw someone tweet out, who was a Huddersfield fan, saying he, the way he set up was like his final few games at Huddersfield. Oh, OK. Yeah. Um, and in Turkey, which is now on BT Sport, uh, much to the joy of uh, people in the Man on the Post WhatsApp group, um... Travis on the spore top on 53 points ahead of goal difference of Istanbul Basakashir uh, in the last Champions League place. Galatasaray on 50 points, a point ahead of Sivaspor. So this weekend, Istanbul Basakashir are playing uh, Alanispor, Rizaspor playing Galatasaray, and Travis on are playing um, Got Stupe. That played earlier on, and Travis on were winning 1 0, so I'm not sure how that's gone. Um, and Cameron Jerome is playing. Cameron Jerome is playing, yeah, he was playing for uh, Got Stupe. I think he got eight goals in 50 appearances, the commentator was saying. Okay. Uh, and just a little sort of note of adding, a penny for Lee Gunn's thoughts, currently. Um, because they cancelled their league, didn't they? Yeah, I bet they're regretting that. I think they are. Does anyone, well, on things that we like to steal stuff from on other podcasts, um, George, uh, Julian Laurence, has anyone heard of his conspiracy? About Marseille and Macron's yeah. a Marseille fan. Yes, yeah. I listened to that this morning. <laughs> um, so Manuel Macron is a Marseille fan um, and Marseille are in the Champions League places. So uh, there is a conspiracy theory going around by fans of teams just outside the Champions League places that Macron put pressure on the French FA to call the season off so Marseille got Champions League football. Your face, Adam. <laughs> I'm just aim higher. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to be that corrupt? Um, any anyone want to give me any guesses for who they think the unofficial European champions are? European or world champions? European. Well, world champions I can tell you who we can give you as well. That's uh, Holland, but the the current European champions is in club side. What league? No, I'll give it away for what league. What league? Uh, I presume it's someone who Liverpool played in the group stage of the Champions League. Salzburg. No. Is it Watford? No, 
it's, it's currently Roma. Ah, oh, lovely. <laughs> Do you get a trophy for that, Scott? Yeah, like the tree trophy Roma got in pre-season after beating Real Madrid. <laughs> right. League One and League Two. So they've been decided this week by um, various sort of mystic next to finger. It's a good guy, isn't it? He's just found out he's unofficial European champion. <laughs> <laughs> and League, League Two champions. champions. So League One. Um, Country promoted on 67 points as champions, then Rotherham on 62. Uh, playoff places are Wickham on 59 points, um, but they played a game fewer than their rivals. So Oxford... Uh, Portsmouth and Fleetwood all got 60 points in the remainder of the playoff places and missing out are Peterborough and Sunderland both have got 59 points because of the points per game thing so Peterborough took 22 points from their last nine games um, but Wickham got a game in hand and moved from 8th up to 3rd Barry Fry who is the owner of Peterborough um, no that's Darrow that's Darrow Darrow County. What's, that? what's Barry Fry then oh god he was Just the owner not. wasn't he um, he was the owner, yeah. He says he, quote, unquote, I feel cheated out of promotion. Um, can you feel I love feeling... all these teams who, this is like, I'm not saying Greg is talking a load of shit, but when he claims that um, Peterborough were the best team in the league when they were in seventh, it's not normally the position of the best team in the league, is it? It's, <laughs> norm, it's not normally how league tables work. <laughs> Uh, playoffs will be on the 3rd and the 6th of July with the uh, final on the 13th. Um other teams affected by this are, of course, the three teams that have been relegated. So, um, relegated are Bolton on 14 points, Southend on 19, Tranmere on 32 points, having played 34 games. ASC Wimbledon stay up, having got 35 points and played 35 games. Mark Palios, who is the chairman of Tranmere, is also not happy. Uh, if you've heard him on the price of football this week, he's, uh, I think he feels a bit sold down the river by some of his colleagues in the other clubs. Um... Anyone got any sympathy for anybody in League One? Nope. I, I have, this I was always going to happen, though, wasn't it? Yeah. People were always going to be upset, whatever happened. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, you were never complete everybody, were you? I don't know. I don't know whether it would have made any difference. I personally think that there's some merit to having a a weighted points per game on home and away games, but. I also kind of buy into that, to the how you can an enterological fallacy, as Jonathan Wilson discussed a couple of weeks ago, by saying, "Well, if you're going to do that, why not? Why not go further and do it by this much, or why don't we do this, or why not? Like you have to draw. I, I suppose as as the answer to anything, like the line has to stop somewhere, and maybe when you've got to explain this decision to the general public, the simpler you keep it." The uh, the easier it is. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't. I don't have too much sympathy for anyone. I, I'd be interested to see how much difference that does that would have made. But at the end of the day, um, if you were if you're that good and you think you should have been promoted, then you should have maybe have been in the promotion spots at that point already. No, that's very true. My brother-in-law and his family are country fans, so I'm pretty happy for them. So. <laughs> Um, and League Two, Scott. So, Championis, Championis are 
Swindon Town uh, on 69 points, level with Crew Alexander on 69, a point ahead of Plymouth in the last automatic place. Um, player places are made up by uh, <laughs> Cheltenham on 64 points, then an extra on 65, and then Colchester and Northampton both on 58 points. Playoffs are on the 18th and 22nd of June, but I couldn't find out when the final was going to be. Uh, we have a champion on our podcast. I think it's early July. Yeah? Scott's, not, Scott's not been out of that shirt in the last week. <laughs> It's football. Sh- it's football shirt day today. So, go on then. How are you feeling? Um, it's a bit surreal. I've seen Swindon win the league three times, twice at the county ground, and the final one at my kitchen table. So, have people gone into the metropolis of sort of Swindon town centre and not yet? On? Well, I did see a video of some people letting off some fireworks and flares at the county ground. <laughs> Did millions of pounds of improvements. Yeah. Um because I saw some country fans out in the centre of Coventry okay. celebrating. So I just wonder whether there'd been anything sort of similar. Oh, well, that's I, not, that's not the worst of it. No, I think when all of this is over, I think there will be the club will do stuff. Um how do you how do you feel deep down like do you feel a little bit robbed? What to finish? Not to finish the season and well, see the. It's just I, I I'm drawn back to when the football first got cancelled, but there was um, what I felt were just morons on Twitter, just claiming that the Leeds fans, to be surprised to know, claiming that like oh, like this whole sort of like football doesn't mean anything about fans. It's like it's nothing if I'm not there to see it. I don't. I'd rather we didn't get promoted than when flying bastards. You just grandstanding on Twitter but (laughs) so now we're in that situation how does it do you feel robbed that you weren't there to to see I was a little bit upset but it's not the end of the world I think what we're going through at the moment not the end of the world well done imagine if it was imagine if Swindon not getting promoted was like or Swindon not having a celebration party it was a straw that broke the world's back (laughs) we've had Black Lives Matter We've uh, had a oh, global God. pandemic, but this might be the thing. <laughs> For some no. reason, this causes a super volcano in Yellowstone. <laughs> sure, it's not the end of the world, but um, when all this is over, I could see many of us celebrating in style. Downtown yeah. centre, down Old Town, down the Magic Roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> so what it was, if, if there was no coronavirus and nothing like this would have happened, I think the games over Easter would have been pivotal, and there was a game. There was a, our last game, home game of the season, was on the 18th of April, which is the day after my birthday. And that is that why they did perfect. it? No, no, that would have been perfect if they would have won the league and got the trophy. Then, are you going to be going down the um, slides at the Swindon Oasis with your shirt when you get the first chance to? Maybe. <laughs> I haven't been down the Oasis for about a good couple of years now. Have you not? I had a wonderful... I've, right. I've only been there once, but it was a very memorable occasion. It was... <laughs> I had a great time. Um, a le- for anyone who's listening, it's the Leisure Complex. The Leisure Centre. And where a famous band got their name from. Yes. Anyone a big fan of Swindon? The Arts and Monkeys. <laughs> Guys, cheese. <laughs> um, but, but I would say the club has put out... A, couple powerful videos in the last couple of days and uh, they've been ramping up all the fan support it's been brilliant cool. one of them even made me cry and I'm 
not even a fan, but it was, was it the, was it like the was it like the gladiator video that Pep made that apparently ruined the 2009 Champions League final? <laughs> <laughs> and I had a shitty ten minutes and then had to like, the score. <laughs> just all too emotional. It's just all too much. Um. At the other end of the table, so Stevenage are relegated, but it gets a little bit murky here because um, Macclesfield have been charged for the third time this season for uh, wage payments in March. So they've already been deducted points this season. In December, they deducted 10 points. In May, they were deducted 7 points. Um, and they're currently 3 points ahead of Stevenage. So Macclesfield, depending on how this goes, they could find themselves swapping places with Stevenage. Uh, and there is also what do we do with Barrow in the top of the National League, isn't it, Scott? I think Barrow will go up. To make it back uh, up to 92? Yes. Okay. To replace Barrow. But they didn't uh, win the conference. They won the conference by about 15 points. They're they miles ahead. Miles they ahead. They avoided it, but I think I've heard whispers that they might want to get them up, if that's true. So it's going to be a token, a token promotion. <laughs> I think Barrow but, fans would take a token promotion. Yeah. <laughs> I think... Put an asterisk next to it. I call that a lot worse. Soon. Default. The best two words in the English language. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that seems like an easy sort of get out to keep everybody, probably apart from Stevenage, happy. Yeah, it's just the, the Macclesfield situation has been horrible for them for a good couple of years, and I think this could be the end. Yeah, the players been talking as well, haven't they, about the effect this has been having on their mental health as well? Mental health. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so that's League Two in the Premier League, which is of course coming back next week. Some Premier League hygiene rules have been released. Um, no ball boys or ball girls. Uh, there will be sterilised replacement balls lying around for players to use instead. Um, can't wait to see someone pull a hamstring climbing over seats trying to retrieve a ball. That would be a, a lol. Uh, Mo Salah first game back. No, that wouldn't be a lol. Um, balls back. Balls on his dodgy shoulder. Playing <laughs> <laughs> Sergio Ramos. <laughs> Uh, there will be no requirement to, for players or substitutes, sorry, and, and managers to wear masks. Um, no spitting or I've written sort of Brian McClare type nose clearing. Uh, that's not allowed. Um, so no... nostrilling or something like that would have gone like that. Yeah, we're well, st- that's, that's clearly because we don't have enough masks in this country. Uh, yeah. Probably, yeah. That's uh, a strange rule where Germany, it's sort of protocol and with Spain. Yeah. I think Germany have got rid of it now. Yes, they have, yeah. Um, no breaking social distancing rules for celebrations. Only 300 people allowed in the stadium uh, and only up to 110 people are allowed inside the, um, as designated, red zone. Red zone isn't what you think it might be, Scott. Um, it's um, something else. Uh... You're such a dick. <laughs> 300 feels like far more than necessary. I yeah. Maybe I... I'm wrong. How many of those are going to be journalists? Is it just a small minority? 25, I think they said on Football Weekly, didn't they? Oh, 25. Yeah. That was in Spain. No, there was six. No, is it six yeah, or that? ten? I thought that was in Spain, wasn't it? No, there was 25, oh, uh, I thought he said. Um, you I you know, had a bash no. on the head, what do you know? Goodbye. <laughs> He's taken one to the grill. Yeah. <laughs> that gaslighting has something about him, Chris. Yeah, you have to tell what that making means me afterwards. Like, making me think I don't understand what's real. <laughs> You've got to understand um, what the words yes and no mean. That's all you need to understand. <laughs> uh, yeah, 300 people sounds a lot to it, does it? I it does sound like a lot. lot. Of people do it does. 
I'm yet to understand why in Europe, with all the leagues that are allowed back, that amongst other people are allowed back in, one of them are Tannoy announcers. I don't quite get that. Who are they announcing to? You can still hear it on the TV coverage. TV, yeah. Yeah, but the TV, they're going to put a little thing up saying so-and-so is off and so-and-so is on. What about the people who can't see, Chris? Uh, the commentator <laughs> tells you. Well, what if the commentator's bad at their job? What if the commentator doesn't hear? Well, that's what the tannoy's there for. Do you think? To inform people in the ground. You've got egg all over your face right now, haven't you? It's... That's not egg. <laughs> <I do> take... <laughs> that's that red zone I again. Just... <laughs> I just assume that they're not the actual tannoy. That it's not the tannoy first. Surely it's just another guy just filling in. Who's... Hopefully they've managed to work out that some people can do two jobs. Quite possibly. <laughs> they, don't, they don't need a man sat there the whole time just to read their substitutes. Does it get double pay? Exactly, yeah, sure. Yeah. I'll be able to tell you on the first game when Liverpool play at home because the, uh, I think it's George's name is the channel announcer there. He's quite, he's got quite sort of, he's been quite well-renowned. He's been there about 50-odd years or so. I'd love it if it, um, in, uh, when Syria comes back and they're in like, I know he's not, not playing for Napoli anymore, but, he's, but when he's like, Higuain. Gonzalo, Higuain. Gonzalo. <laughs> <laughs> um, MLS sounds a fantastic lot of fun. Well, how they're going to sort out this um, their league? Has anyone seen this? Yeah, so it's all. And I'm the one who's had a bang to the head. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all going to be in the is it the Disney Orlando complex? It's in Disneyland. I mean, how cool is this going to be? Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> 26, back on 26 teams will be divided into six groups. Um, each team will play three group games over 16 consecutive days with multiple games in a day. 16 teams will then go through to the knockouts um, and the winner gets a uh, CONCACAF 2021 Champions League place. And following this, they are hoping for the season, regular season to resume. That sounds great, doesn't it? That's sort of like a Champions League thing in Walt Disneyland. Well, they like said they play multiple court. games a day. They don't mean as in teams, as in. I guess it's not the same teams, no. Yeah. Sure. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, otherwise, I thought that they were ripping off our five-a-side idea of just playing in one stadium, and just having everyone <laughs> sat, in the, sat in the in the stands. It's 120 degrees in downtown Miami, but they've got to sort of play. Yeah. <laughs> two games. Yeah. Orlando with that humidity, that that could get a little bit rough. That sounds good fun, doesn't it? We all look for that. Did you ever play? Did you, did you never play six pointers, Chris, when you were playing uh, park football? I don't play park football. Oh, did you, Scott? Emma? <laughs> don't think we played six pointers. No. What is no? six pointers? So six pointers were when because all of your games over sort of December, January, February get called off because there's rain, and you can't fit them all in. That when you do, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. you play, yeah. you play two. You play four halves of 30 minutes. But I say halves because they're just essentially two separate games. You play two hour-long games back-to-back. Okay. Gotcha. For six points. Yep. I hope they're going to give the groups, like, the Goofy group. (laughs) (laughs) The Mickey Mouse group. They lead the players on the pitch. Simpsons right. Yeah. LA Galaxy, right. top of the Goofy group. Or maybe that could be a rolling subs thing, you know, so Carlos Vela comes off and Donald Duck comes on. <laughs> I would sign up and watch that. <laughs> that would be fantastic fun. Uh, okay, bits and bobs of news then. So, um, Chelsea ladies have donated £100,000 from their um, 
winning the Women's Super League. Uh, that's their prize money to uh, Women's Domestic Abuse Charity Refuge. Um, Emma Hayes, the manager, said, quote, quote, it makes me proud that our club is supporting these less fortunate in times of need. Um, and I remember when Matt Hancock said footballers need to do more for the country. Um, because they felt dirty because they were second on the table. <laughs> it's an asterisk. <laughs> uh, that's an asterisk. If ever I've heard of an asterisk... <laughs> Winning a title when you're second in the title <laughs> is definitely one. That's what Swindon did. <laughs> hey, rules are rules, Scott, eh? PPG. Uh, Deli Alley oh. has been fined £50,000 and will miss the home game against Manchester United uh, after his social media post in February or March, whatever it was, uh, which was of the Asian man in the airport where he said, beware Corona or something like that. Um, is, there anything, is there anything more indicative of the FA's inability to get things done this, this announcement has taken this long two things to this he sent it to a WhatsApp group of 160 of his quote closest friends um, and felt he was betrayed by one so obviously he feels sort of sold out by a friend and he's, he's blaming his friend for something he did I haven't got, I don't know 160 people anyway for a start let alone I mean, call them close friends snitches get stitches <laughs> point one don't do it in the first place. Yeah, it's point two. Yeah, that's probably point, point two. That, that, yeah. that is point two, but snitches get stitches is still sort of rules out over that. It's like Is that what happened like to you? Bros, yeah. It's like bros before hose, Chris. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> um I'm just gonna keep saying it and I'm and I'm gonna name the podcast it, so <laughs> I, I've got that power. Um, yeah, you're right, don't do it. But there's something about people's private messages. Like, you're essentially policing someone's private interactions then, aren't you? I suppose you are. But, I mean, he did it in a public place. Anyone could have seen him do that, to be fair. That's, I mean, not, a public, sh- that's not a public place. What, the airport? Oh, no. The, the what? Where he posted it. Yes, no, sorry. What he did was in a public place. So, you know, anyone could have filmed him doing it. But that's not what he's in trouble for, is it? It's not. He's in trouble for the. Because if he just did it, it's not. What? What would you? That's clearly not it. It's clearly the. The message. Okay, but that's Adam Sa one hundred and one. If you want to talk to him about him defending well, racist I'm not actions, that I, I'm. I'm just saying that the slight devil's advocate is that the. the do you not? There is a. There is a dangerous precedent when you start policing people's private interactions. Okay. Imagine your work got hold of our WhatsApp groups. I mean, it is mainly baking, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think our WhatsApp groups be all right. Yeah, yeah, we'll be fine. Another <laughs> <laughs> main one. My work WhatsApp group. In fact, my work WhatsApp group, however, might be a different kettle of fish. Um, uh, yeah. All right. In that case, yeah, I suppose I see a point. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. but I think there's a difference between po- yeah. If you post something on on Twitter, then you're just a twat. Like, okay. I'm not saying he's not a twat still, but like you're not put you're not putting something on Twitter as essentially spray painting it on a billboard. Yeah. Like sending it to a WhatsApp group, like that. Whether it's got one or 160 people in it, like if he'd sent that to his mum and his mum had stitched him up, we'd still <laughs> he'll be like. <laughs> Does anybody know 160 people here? No. No. 
I mean, I don't want to true. either. That's no. not true. I, I, we clearly all know 160 people. <laughs> well, his, the quote was close friends. But I don't have 160 people's phone numbers. And like Emma, like Emma said, I don't want to. I already know. Um, yeah, they're just close friends. <laughs> <laughs> How many acquaintances do you think he's got? Like thousands, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else we got? Okay, so US soccer has repealed a 2017 law requiring players um, not to kneel during the national anthem. So this was brought in after Megan Rapinoe did it in solidarity for Colin Kaepernick. Uh, or Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Is it Kaepernick, Kaepernick, is it? I've got no idea. Um, so it was um, brought in following that. They, I think they've had a good long hard look at themselves and repealed that rule in the face of the Black Lives Matter um, protests that have been going on. Anyone got any thoughts on this? I mean, if you were cynical, you could say that, you know, they've had to look at the situation and realise that, you know, they could look real good by supporting it now. Yeah, I suppose so. I suppose Which they so. should have done four years ago when he took the knee. Yes, the NFL have come out this week and said we've made mistakes in the past, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, That'll they're be quite empty words. Yeah. Um, okay, staying in America, Alexander Katai uh, has been released by LA Galaxy after his wife made some Instagram posts regarding the George Floyd protesters. Uh, Kill the shits, she wrote. Um, and when she saw some protesters with um, a, a pair of Nike trainers, she said, uh, Black Nikes matter. Um, should you be yes, held I... accountable for the social media posts of your spouse? <laughs> he only joined them yeah. in December last year. Yeah, this happened as we finished recording last week. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, should he be held responsible for his wife's Instagram posts? Well, no. it makes him a dick by association, doesn't it? Well, no, does it? Yeah. Why? By association. <laughs> but what do you mean by association? Um, choosing you marry a bit carefully. Yes. The wedding uh, look, look into your how many... history before you right, start so, so, so if if like someone like if you got married to Fred West, Chris, should you ever think we shouldn't think mm, Chris maybe shouldn't have done that? That's a bad. That's a that's a statement to Chris's ability to judge people. Yeah, but he didn't make the post, did he? I don't know. I just don't know how Did fair Rose that is. West make the post? Oh no, no. Again, it would be very hypocritical of me to sit here and say let that Deli Ali's writing a private message and this person's getting... That I agree with you, but I agree with maybe you, it's difficult to do it, but I also agree that with Emma's point that it does mean that you should maybe pick the people you hang around with in your life a bit better. She might be really fit. <laughs> but the point is, he could have told her not to do it. He might not know. I mean, he might. Uh, but then. Or when he. Okay. Or when he realised that she had done it, maybe said that was a mistake. Maybe you should delete that. She did delete them, to be fair. But, but how, for how long? Huh? I don't know how long it was between posting was and deleting. After he got sacked. <laughs> I don't know. The, I don't know exactly how long. But I mean, to look over your wife if she's posting saying, I'm not going to let you post that. So you end up with this. <laughs> 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 um, okay, what else have we got? So, uh, Scott, 
Guess who's been subject of a sixty million pound, sixty million euro bid rumor from uh, Liverpool? Havertz. What name did you get in the back of your shirt today? That uh, Roma kit you bought. Please don't. I just spent. Samiolo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did you really? spend on getting his name in the back of your shirt today? Oh, it's forty quid. <laughs> well, only 13 pound on the printing eh? yeah 29 quid for the shirt 13 quid for the printing okay but who, who are they going to do a swap deal they're going to do it with Dejan Lovren no thanks uh, I've got no idea why don't you get Dzeko because he's not likely he's going to be leaving to go somewhere else it's not like he's at the start of his career and he's going to go somewhere nor Zaniolo Zaniolo's going to stay forever Forever, ever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I don't it's an river in Egypt as well. <laughs> um, God, would you, I mean, 60 million does seem quite cheap. Double it. 60? Six zero. Yeah, yeah. And that's cheap. For him, yes. What do you mean for him? Like, I've got, I've got another player that you could take from Roma. He's Turkish. Cengiz. Yeah, you can have Chengis under if you want. Mm, maybe. I know. I think for the for the age he is and the potential he has, I think that's quite a good price. He's gonna gonna get a lot of offers. Um, Juve keeps sniffing around him, and then someone posted on socials like this week that Juve and Roma could do some crazy swap deal like they did last summer with some players. But yeah. I hope it's not Daniolo. Um... But whoever, whoever whoever comes in from. They're going to pay a full whack for him. Just to enlighten Adam and those who might not be au fait with Italian football, this is sort of like the sort of he's the Italian wonder kid, isn't he? So this is like a sort of Kai Havertz he's, equivalent. He's one of probably two or three wonder kids in Italy at the moment. Yes. So yeah, yeah. but still, but we're talking about sixty million, like it's some sort of like chump change. Uh, it's it's, 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 it's the market now, isn't it? It's difficult to say what the market is given current conditions oh, but ordinarily 60 million euros for Zaniolo is very decent mm. is, it because so. you, is it because you don't know much about him is that why no I'm just saying that I think that you're talking about a player and like let me just look at this he's, he's currently out injured with an ACL injury so alright 58 then <laughs> 57 and a half and a 30% future uh, salon clause <laughs> done <laughs> only, only 22 players in the history of football have ever been sold for more than 60 million pounds um, wasn't one of them done between Roma and Liverpool a couple of summers ago certainly was feeder club see it's natural yeah like Southampton is the other <laughs> um, uh, I'm, just, the other I'm just saying that like, that's the, the the pantheon that you're putting this this kid in and someone who's going to yeah I'm... he is going to be a superstar he is what, not... sort of, what sort of figures are we talking about for Sandro Tonoli we're talking similar aren't we And uh, no I think it's 30 to 35 into we're looking but into a try and probably get about 45 midfielders in for the summer and Conte will still be pissed off that his squad is too small 45 million for him uh, I reckon about 35 to 40 million for, t- for Tonali. Bloody hell, I'd go and get him myself if it helps. Um, okay, right. He, he is Andre Pirlo 
I mean, he is. That's a ridiculously low amount. Uh, okay, also sticking with Liverpool, they won't face any action after Shrewsbury Town filed a complaint over the FA Cup replay. Um, they feel that they were robbed of uh, television money. Uh, this, if you remember, was during the time that Liverpool were going out to the Middle East. Was it Middle East? Where did they play that game? Yes, Middle East to play the Club World Cup. Um, and both the first team squad and Jurgen Klopp went and... It was a load of academy kids and uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but the academy coach that trained them, that that um, that managed the match. And because this was now so far ahead in advance, no get no no TV station televised the game, and Shrewsbury Town felt they'd been sort of robbed of revenue. I have no problem with them playing the youth team, but Jurgen Klopp not turning up is very unprofessional. Yes, I agree with you. Yeah, when they robbed close to half a million of TV money and gates receipt. And that could have helped Shrewsbury in League One, who were. Uh, and they mid- need that money right now because yeah. of Corona. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yes, I mean. But as long as, long as, as long as Chris and his club can spend it on sort of Italian wonder kids overpaying, <laughs> make sure they've got all the half extra half million as they need. <laughs> if that's the half million that gets us Zaniolo, then sorry, Shrewsbury. You should have stayed in your old ground with the man in the boat behind the goal. Um, what was that ground called? Gay Meadow. Yes, the new one's called the new, the new Meadow. Do you know this um, team member, Shrewsbury Town, um, and what their sort of unique ball boys' job was? I don't. So in their old ground at Gay Meadow, behind the goal was the River Seven, and if you booted the ball at the goal, which was done a couple of times a game, possibly, um, the ball would land in the river. So one of the ball boys was employed to sit in a boat on the river and should a ball land in the river, his job was to paddle after it and uh, collect it. Do you know what's <laughs> cheaper than the, the minimum wage for a couple of hours for a ball boy? What? A net. A net. Just use it forever. It's a ball boy. Always. You don't have to pay him. He's just happy to be there. Was there, like, a huge delay, though, if that happened? Because... They had to go and get the ball back from the river. No, it's possible to have more than one footballer. Around. <laughs> yeah, probably about eight or nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah but in times where you know there isn't was only the river, one ball. Isn't the, the river seven tidal? Not in Shrewsbury, it's not. No, they have been at the new ground for about ten years now, so it was a long time ago. Yes, feels dangerous. That's a health and safety. Executive nightmare. I yeah, should have been down there with my clipboard. Adam the Lana is going to see out the season with Liverpool after he signed an extension beyond June the 30th. Uh, Nathaniel Klein won't. He must have left something stinky in Jurgen Klopp's shoes because he's been sent out to train on his own and they told him he can go at the end of this month. Um, Mark Jones, who's professor of psychology at Manchester University, believes empty stadiums will impact referee performances. Uh, he said... Well, uh, duh. That's not what he said. Um, <laughs> he said, there's some research which supports the idea that, office, uh, that off- officials favour home teams and crowd noise has a role to play in that. So um, maybe it'll be some sort of leveller. What do you think about that, Adam? <laughs> I think that does he have a doctorate in pointing out the obvious? Psychology. It's not a proper degree, is it? Psychology. It's not like economics or something. Hope my sister isn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's all like woolly fairy stuff. Um, what else have we got? Oh, someone who sounds like a greeting I sometimes give to Emma. Uh, B Bars Nacho. Um, 
He scored for Partizan Belgrade as they beat Red Star 1-0 um, to go through to their sixth consecutive Serbian Cup final. This was in front of a full stadium. Um, Kirsten, from unusual efforts, was decided not to go. <laughs> Understandably so. But yeah, the, the stadium was full. <laughs> I did hear also that, is it true in Spain, and this might happen in Italy, that they're trying to get 25% full uh, in the stadiums? Yeah, they want that to happen before the end of the season. Yes, this is the whole thing with the Bernabeu, isn't it? And they're angry now they can't yeah, use the Bernabeu. Before, yeah, that, was, that, that got announced after Real Madrid made that. <laughs> yeah. For uh, once, once Real Madrid stitched up on the Bernabeu. <laughs> and we'll finish off with Scott, because Scott wants to talk about uh, Marcus Rashford. He, I think, with all the stuff that's going on at the moment, he's come out of lockdown with a lot of credibility and I always say this about people but protect the boy at all costs because what he's doing at the moment with the charity he's doing is just absolutely outstanding so he's um, he's doing the fair share and they've raised over 20 million pounds during lockdown is to help uh, vulnerable kids collect meals three over like three million meals uh, three million kids like uh, without meals and stuff like that I think what a brilliant job he's done statues Scott statues we're pulling them down oh you're going to say that sorry well no I said it earlier what, no, did you? what happens what happens if he gets a line shaved in his head though Scott just <laughs> uh, so does that change anyone's opinion what if he good? gets a tattoo of a gun oh god <laughs> or does like a does like a little jig when he scores or buys his mum a kitchen, or buys his mum a toilet, or... You say that, but every now and then I see some replies in a tweet which makes me do a quote tweet saying to the replies, and there's been Five, several of yeah. those. One of those today yeah. was um, for Marcus Rashford, I think. People saying, well, he earns 300 grand a week. What's the big niche story about this? He's helping a lot of people out during this horrible time. Exactly. Although someone did reply to a Savage Javid tweet. He tweeted, it's a shame about the, or how depressing about the um, big block they've had to build around Winston Churchill's statue. And someone replied saying, you're more outraged by that than Marcus Rashford having to provide free dinners. Um, we talked about this a little bit last week, didn't we? Uh, footballers and, and their social media. How many weeks before, did we? Yeah. What do you yeah, know? You've had a book. What are you this doing? is definitely the third week we've talked about Marcus Rashford, and like I'm not disputing that the man deserves some credit. So let's let's pick him up. You can't remember. We've never talked about him before. <laughs> Marcus, Marcus who? Marcus who he, <laughs> At least, at least he's not Serge Aurier. He's probably come out of lockdown <laughs> a lot worse. <laughs> if uh, Marcus Rashford comes out of this with a shaved head as well on the first game back, that's going to be upsetting some people. Um, yeah, okay, so he's, he has. He's done fantastic work, hasn't he? Um, which, again, with the depressing week on Twitter, has been noticed in the best and worst possible ways. Um, but yes, he's a wonderful... He shouldn't have to, though, should he? No, he should not, indeed. It's very true. He shouldn't have to, but, you know... Charity is a failure of government. And take a look at ours at the moment. This has gone somber, so can I just... Because I, I, <laughs> we kind of look like this is what's going on, but just, does anyone think that like something absolutely mental is about to happen? Have you not paid attention to the news the last few months? <laughs> no, 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 I meant specifically to football. Just, just football. Like what? 
Like well, Liverpool are going to blow a 26 point. <laughs> Nothing can go wrong now. <laughs> you, I said that in Pep. You said I did. that in Pep. <laughs> Obviously not that, but something maybe a bit like that. As in like, there's a, we're now talking about unprecedented times, small sample sizes, lopsided um, like fixture lists for teams. Like, We've all, like, seen a new season start and watched Bournemouth win 10 of their first 11 games and then do nothing for the rest of the season, for example. And other teams do vice versa. Like, in all of these leagues, there are relatively tight relegation battles, if not title battles, then sort of fights for European spots. And I can just see teams that... can't put your finger on them. You won't know. We won't, it'd be difficult to put. But teams that are going to fall like st- fall like absolute stones, and teams that might rise sort of exponentially. Like I heard, like when they were talking about La Liga today, and like they would, Max talked about Espanyol like they were dead. They're, mm-hmm. six, point, they're six points off, off, uh, off the, the bottom. But is that impossible to make up in a sort of in this weird sort of? Crab shoot sort of situation where no, I, I think that there are going to be really um, unprecedented things are going to happen over the next couple weeks. weeks we've, yeah. we've seen it in the Bundesliga with Hertha Berlin, haven't we? They brought a new manager in, yeah. uh, and lockdown was like a brand new season for them. Uh, coming back after that, Hoffen- seen it on the other side as Hoffenheim have literally just gone plateaued. Yeah, yeah, are we going to see any Premier League managerial changes before the end of um, the Does season? Anyone thought, I, I'm Really surprised, considering the mentalness of football, that no Premier League manager managed to get themselves fired while there was no football going on. <laughs> Is Roy Hodgson allowed to go to games because he's over <laughs> oh, Yes! He's 72, isn't he? Yeah. Should he be indoors? He's technically shielding. Imagine, yeah. if, imagine if you've got like a glass cage for him to stand in or something. <laughs> like, like, like the pipe. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a little car for him to go up and down the side of the pitch with some sort of little Pope mobile or something. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have thought of that of teams just absolutely going gung ho and winning all of their games, and then teams just going, shit, we've lost seven in a row. We've only picked up one point of 21. Was this really worth it? And I think you could put, you can see teams doing that in the Premier League and the Championship. I do what? think. I do think all the teams that didn't want to play football. Yeah, I'd quite like to see as much as I've liked them for most of the season because of their actions afterwards. I'd quite like to see Brighton now get relegated. <laughs> if, uh, if Watford could go down, that would be great. That's just because um, you don't like Troy Deeney. Well, that as well, but they also didn't want to play football. And West Ham. So I was just going to say, so I'm West Ham are going to go down. They might, like you're saying, there's something. My tip is West Ham to go down. Would that be a massive shot though? Because they're rubbish. No. And I have been I can, rubbish for a while. I can see teams falling from even further away. Okay. So are you thinking, are you thinking, are you thinking about Everton? Are you thinking <laughs> Newcastle, <laughs> Southampton, Newcastle sort of way? So shall I give you shall I give you the the bottom of the league then? So uh, Norwich twenty one points, Aston Villa twenty fifth, last relegation place, Bournemouth twenty seven, then Watford twenty seven, West Ham twenty seven, Brighton twenty nine, and then fourteenth place is Southampton thirty four. So. Southampton are seven points clear. 
Yeah, now I've reassess- reassessed what the Premier League look- table looks like, which I'd forgotten about. Maybe not much higher than that. But I could see like any of those those three teams could how, easily stay. How about the other end? So Chelsea in fourth place are on 48 points. Five points behind them are Wolves and Sheffield United. <sighs> Jesus. Yeah, but you wonder whether this is... like Is this good for Sheffield United? Is this bad for Sheffield United? Is this now essentially second season syndrome even though it's still the first, first season yeah you know you could be I right was, there i was thinking is this good for wolves this break because they've played yeah. a shed load of games already this season and they're still in the league aren't they yeah I, personally think, I think that the benefit is going to there's gonna there's a huge benefit for the sort of existing top six here because games are being played in such a quick turnaround and they are teams that are used to playing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, th- Sunday, Thursday, yeah. Three games in seven days, whereas anyone sort of Burnley and below. So Leicester in third place who haven't got European football, you think that rest they used to get in midweek has probably been negated now? Well, I'm saying it might be a disadvantage to them going into the next round, into this round of 11 games, because they are not a team that is used to working. Yeah in a three-day turnaround, whether that is physically or tacti- or preparing tactically. Well, you've got teams like Liverpool, Manchester City, Manchester United, Arsenal, Wolves and Chelsea. Chelsea. Even Wolves this season. Yeah, this season. Uh, season they've played... Well, season of being used to it from playing in the yeah. League this season, whereas... So you think they'll be pretty much well-equipped for four games in ten it. days with the squad rotation they've got? I think this could be a bad thing for Leicester. I think it could be a bad thing for Sheffield United. Whether Leicester are so entrenched to that, the damage, they're beyond sort of that much damage, who knows? Well, they were in a crappy run, weren't they, before lockdown? Yeah, one win in five. Yeah. Yeah, that last win was the last game which was actually played in the Premier League was against Aston Villa. Okay, yeah, they were in a a pretty terrible run. I guess, though, um, Brendan Rodgers has got experience of managing teams that play Saturday, Wednesday. Well, for how long? Only for, like, three weeks in Only August. Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, minor experience right now. <laughs> Sean Dyche doesn't, does he? Just... No, that's he true. Did for, he did for a little bit until they sort of bought up for Europe. Didn't they? Like I mean, two, two, three years ago. Mr. Sheffield it... United man. I I really can't remember what. Chris Wilder. Chris Wilder. <laughs> Sheffield United. Not the name of the podcast. Well, no. I mean, last season they were playing forty-six games, weren't they? So they were playing sort of yeah. Tuesday, Saturday, or Saturday, Wednesday. So they're probably a bit more. He's probably a bit more used to it, isn't he? I forgot the football Perhaps, league is an absolute yeah. slog and a half. Yeah. <laughs> then maybe you'll maybe everybody will be fine because everybody's used to it in some sort of minor way. Apart from Leicester. Except <laughs> from Leicester. So what is it? They're planned. Is it eleven games? Is it eleven games left of the season? Round yeah. Eleven. Well, something's even. Um, is it ten or eleven? No, um, it's nine games left apart from Villa and Arsenal and City and Sheffield United. That's suggesting there's no second spike or positive test. Yeah. 
But a positive test in this country doesn't stop it, does it? Okay, second spike then. Yeah, that's not going to come in the summer. No. Maybe in the southwest where you guys can't keep away from each other and VR numbers going up. <laughs> no, we're, we're fine. It's you lot coming down. That's the problem. Yeah, we're okay. Uh, in the southwest is what I read. Not in not in the southeast in London. So definitely in the southwest. Geographically, it's in the southwest. The people involved aren't necessarily from there. <laughs> I think it's where a certain race may have happened in March is where all the problems are. Are we back to statues again? No. no. Chow. <laughs> Chow. Chow. Oh, race. Cheltenham. Right, okay, sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, okay. Um, has anyone got any other business as well they want to mention before we wrap up? No. That was a groan no. and a half. <laughs> <laughs> It was a combination of me saying no and stretching at the same time. Oh, okay. Um, Adam's had a bump on the head. He can't remember what day it is, so we'll say no for that as well. Best I know. Right, Scott, if people want to follow you on Twitter, how do they do that? Uh, Scott underscore Munro. Adam, how do they follow you? Uh, Adam, I say 101. Okay, uh, Emma, they can follow you. Come at me with your Deli Alley hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> how did they follow you, Chris? Uh, they go to Instagram and go at M, M Gabriel Garcia. <laughs> That's how they do. It. <laughs> uh, we are Man and Post. We are part of the Man and Post network, so we've got podcasts coming out uh, about Championship Manager, uh, and I think we're going to be ramping up our podcast output as the Premier League comes back as well. So, um, if you like what you hear, you can uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, or you can follow us on Acast, Spotify, or Stitcher, and all our podcasts are full automatically into your inbox you can follow us on uh, instagram at man on the post you can like us on facebook as well um guys thank you very much pleasure no worries you're welcome and all it remains to be said is always keep your man on the post <laughs>